I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to the Wise Men Say podcast, a preview podcast as we look forward to Sunderland versus Plymouth Argyle on Saturday at the Stadium Alive. 3pm kickoff in the studio with myself, Frankie Francis, tonight. We have Rory Fallow. Hello. And we also have Matthew Keeling. Hello. How are you both, first of all? Are you alright? Yeah, good. Not good. bad. Yeah, really good. Second pod in a week. Yeah, you're a bit getting uh, quite uh, prolific yeah. this week. I feel like Mickey Loff. Like, it's, yeah. it's his role, the, the, the workhorse. His League the, One the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Fast. Yeah, uh, we'll start by looking back at the weekend's game, because we always like to start off doing that, even though it's a preview pod. We're going to do that. Um, of course, uh, Rory, you were down there. We heard your reaction slash uh, pre-action <laughs> podcast. Preamble? Yeah, preamble, I guess. Uh, down there at Bristol. Matthew, you, you weren't down there, were you, at the weekend? No. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was a 2-0 victory down in uh, Brighter, uh, Bristol, sorry, and McGeady scored... Um, at the weekend. Incidentally, McGeady scored twice earlier in the season against Plymouth. We'll get on to that, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, Rory, was it a, a good afternoon? The summer's out. Another yeah, victory. And back-to-back wins now. great day. Bristol, obviously, a good town, um, full of great pubs. What, one thing was really weird is after the game, we went for a pint at the pub that we'd been in before. Mm. And One like, of those you, genteel rugby pubs you went to. Well, in. it was... Was like quite like a nice pub, lots of like different like ales, craft ale, real ale, etc. But then after the game, like you're saying, full of rugby fans, like to the extent of like you know when the World Cup was on, like mm-hmm. the, the actual proper football, football World, World Cup, Cup. Yeah. like it was like a pub would be for that, and you, it was just like really weird because unless you went to a rugby club, you wouldn't get that round here, and there's a lot of people. I guess Bristol is a rugby city. Yeah, and it was sort of like border in Wales as well. Yeah. There was a few people like in, in Wales tops as well, but also a lot of people dressed like Charlie Methven in like <laughs> jumpers and in pink trousers. And actually before the game, Charlie Methven was in the pub as well. Um, but yeah, great weather as well. So perfect day to be stood on an uncovered terrace on like Accrington Stanley yeah, back you in di- December. <laughs> but you were discussing the, the, uh, the, the ground on the, the pod at the weekend and you said it was, uh, I think your dad figured out it was like, They've taken bits of every kind of sports stadium and stuck it together. Yeah, he's like really like dining out on his uh, his, his little joke there that he made. I like that. Um, but yeah, it's true. Like it was just a, a very weird ground. It was like only about twenty five percent football stadium, then ten percent sort of race. Was it a dry stand as well? You were in. Yeah, what, because yeah. like wherever you were, you were always in view of the pitch. Right. Um, so there was like a tiny little like burger stand thing but yeah there wasn't any any beer in, in our end have you heard um uh, another podcast top flight time machines uh, solution to that 
No. Is to give away blindfolds with every pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Then at least you could like go, well, at the stadium light, you go to your seat. You yeah. sit down and have your pint. Yeah. Rather than be like crammed in the grey, cold. Yeah, uh, it would have been great last season because you wouldn't have had <laughs> <laughs> It would have been perfect. You just enjoy a drink. Yeah, a blind drink. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just like promise to close your eyes. Maybe, yeah. Which last season, again, would have been <laughs> yeah. perfect. You probably, your hands were, your head was in your hands anyway last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So. Perfect. Something in that. Uh, yeah, another good win, back to back wins. And can you feel a bit of momentum starting now, Matthew? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's settled down after the, the transfer window, all the drama going on surrounding the, the incomings and, well, possible outgoings that didn't really happen. But yeah, I think we've started to hit a bit of a stride. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Saturday, well, I'm sure we'll come on to it properly, but it'll be a tough game. But I think that performance last week was about as standard a win as you as easy a win as we're going to get. We made it look very easy. Yeah, it was like watching a sort of when a top-level Premier League side goes away to someone like Huddersfield yeah. or Fulham or something this season. Like if like Man City, I know, like probably like blow those teams away, but it was just so routine, so mm. comfortable. No shots on target for Bristol Rovers. Yeah. We, we should have really got another couple of goals. I think those two games that we've just won, Gillingham and Bristol Rovers, not like with no dis well, a bit of disrespect um to them. You know, Bristol Rovers are terrible at home. They've got like the second worst home record in the league, Gillingham, although the you know, they did get a couple of goals, aren't a great side by any stretch of the imagination. So it's good to have those two wins going into a game against a Plymouth side who are in really good form. I think they've mm-hmm. only lost something like once in their last ten league games, doing mm-hmm. really well at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they did show actually in the away game, which I think you went to, Matthew. Yeah, I did, yeah. That they were they were quite handy. McLaughlin um, was arguably man of the match. Yeah, he made a few great saves. I remember them I remember Ply- Plymouth's official account tweeting the stats of the game oh, along, yeah. with the, along with the scoreline. Oh, well, to say yeah, that to they say should have been should the have won. one. Yeah, but it wasn't like the match report just to send that as well. Um, I, c- I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was here are today's stats and result. Yeah, it was brilliant. Hopefully, yeah. more more of that. Great. I'm fine with more yeah. of that. Yeah, it was yeah. peak 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 hair. Roughly. But looking back at the the weekend once again, uh, Luke on nine um, in the goals once again, and uh, not just you know fighting for his place in the team. Yeah, right back where he is now, but perhaps, you know, in for a shout further up the pitch, Rory. Yeah, it's it's tough with O9 because we, we touched on it on, on Monday, but he's doing so well at right back, you don't want to displace him from there and actually have to keep him a clean sheet. You can make the argument you don't want to disrupt the back four at all. Um, and if he was going to get moved further up now, I think it probably would have happened. Mm. Obviously, Catamol and Grant Ledbetter are going to stay at the base of that, so the only the only option for him really is to get in that spot ahead of that, but Honeyman's occupying that. Honeyman's really liked by Jack Ross. I personally I really really like Honeyman as well, so I wouldn't take him out. So it would probably take an injury for O nine to go further to go further up. But Lee Howie said it on Monday's pod, he's made a really good point about being the heartbeat of the team. He does his influence is so positive. Mm. Probably stuff we don't see behind the scenes as well. And he's still contributing with goals, five goals this season, five, six goals maybe, sorry. Mm. Um from right back, majority, is a fantastic return. And he yeah. keeps getting in those positions as well. He's clearly got quite a quite an instinct on him as well. And similar to Chris Maguire, who looks like he's gonna be out for you know, up to six weeks, well, probably five weeks now. As we look at the situation, he, he his presence on the pitch, he's one, he's a personality on the pitch, isn't he, mm-hmm. Matthew? Like Maguire is, and I think maybe you know we lack for not having those personalities on the pitch, maybe a little bit in the in the 
in this m- mediocre part of the season we've been having. But it, you need those characters, especially in League One, to yeah. to snap back at a player when a foul goes in, to run up to the referee, you know, yeah. things like that. He is. He's like a mini Maguire. Yeah, mini Maguire. Nice Maguire. Nice Maguire. The Maguire you would marry. The Maguire you'd take home to meet your parents. Yes. But he does have that element. You're right, though. He does have the the element of shithousery. Yeah, a little bit of that, yeah. Um, He's not scared to throw himself into a challenge or anything like that, is he? And I think one sort of thing we don't think about him because we've signed him from a lower level is... He is a winner. He's worked. He's 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 worked really hard to mm-hmm. to get up the leagues, and he got promoted. He won promotion with Wickham last season. He's yeah. coming in with a lot yeah, of momentum. So he would have been in this league. Yeah, anyway, exactly. So, yeah. But, he's, he, but he's still got that element of oh my god, this is a massive step up. I might not get to play for a club of this caliber, and it's testament actually to him being a winner and the fact that he came here really struggled initially, and it didn't. He fought really hard to get back in the team. He worked hard on the training pitch. Allegedly, he's one of the ones who's still behind after, you know, practicing things like finishing. Yeah, and crazy. went to a pub quiz in uh, Bolden last night, like, apparently just because he was bored. <laughs> like, what a, what a lovely lad. Footballers should do that more often. Yeah, fair, like, fair play. Like, it's great. That's good. Did he win the quiz, do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I just heard that he went to the quiz. And there's something on his, if you look on his Instagram story, there's like a, there's a post about it on mm. there from the day. All right. Uh, well, look, let's look uh, ahead at the weekend's fixture then. Plymouth Argyle. We touched upon it already. Uh, Matthew, you were down earlier in the season. We beat them uh, 2-0. The stats were again us well that xg stats at the imagine yeah. against us but uh mcgeady scoring twice suddenly find themselves with uh in mcgeady their top scorer these days uh and i think he's on 11 in all competitions yeah. isn't he um in mcgeady he's having a great season isn't he yeah <laughs> he is. He's enjoying his football. And you can tell, you, can you know. Tell. Yeah, you can. And, and as a, as a Sunderland support watching from the from the the stands as well rory isn't it just enjoyable to see someone you know, just absolutely skin a player every absolutely. time. Like, there's not many times as a Sunderland supporter you're going to get to watch someone who is so consistently better than the yeah. opposition. We might get like a bit of that in the championship, I suppose, but who is just such a level above and just like look like. I tweeted that picture of him from Sunderland till I die. You know when he's getting the snowballs thrown at him. Yeah. He's got like the <laughs> caption where he's calling the kids embarrassing. He must look at opposition fullbacks and just think, "Who are you?" Like, and because he, he's got that arrogance and he, and he mm. plays that way as well. And even when he scored the free kick, I know he did like wheel away in celebration. But when you look at him, he's just like, "That's ah, out." Yeah. And that's like it's so good to watch. Just knowing. I think this might be his best return in a season for goals, or maybe level. I'm not too too sure his uh, career stats are, yeah, but they can't sure. be. You know, he's on eleven already. Still a couple months to go yeah it's and impressive and i think that's it's not just the goals from it's like you were saying before it's about him enjoying his football he's had some difficulties like obviously broke through um fairly young at celtic and started quite well there got the move to everton which you know he had a dip there ended up going to russia which again started quite well for him and a dip there and then he sort of found himself in a bit of a wilderness and he had to drop to the championship to sort of rediscover a bit of love again but then again after that he's come to he came to Sunderland and you know he wasn't terrible for us last season but he's had a I think everyone had a bad season a, last yeah season. exactly yeah exactly so now he's like finding that again so I, I wonder from his perspective he's maybe just thinking because how old is he now as well sort of like 28 he's, no 29? he's like 30 to 31 right. 32 oh, well. so he's very Even much, further, yeah. em- emphasise that then he might just be thinking, well, if I can stay somewhere where I am a hero, I'd, I'm not saying he'd stick around if we didn't get promoted this season, but somewhere where he is a bit of a hero, he's enjoying his football, it must be important to him. And if he just keeps delivering on the pitch the way he is, mm. like 
like I was saying, it's just an absolute joy to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's look at the the at Plymouth then. It's currently 14th, but you're just saying, uh, Rory, they're on a bit of form at the minute. In the last game, they won 5-1 as well against uh, Rochdale. A bit of fortune for Sunderland. It looks like, well, their, their striker... Uh, Freddie Ladarbo hasn't trained all all week, hmm. uh, and their manager Derek Adams has came out in the last day or so and said that he will be facing a last minute fitness test. But you know the fact that those headlines that came out earlier this week yeah. suggests mm-hmm. he's not going to feature, and that's good for us because he scored 15 goals this season, which is a good re- return. And apparently we were interested in him in that mad January. <laughs> was he one of the yeah, many, I was going to say many yeah. strikers we were linked with in January. Yeah, uh, so that's likely to happen. If it does, that's got to be um, a big boost for for Sunderland. Also, um, Antonio uh, Sarsovic is it? Their midfielder has been suspended, and that's going to be a miss for you. So they're going to have a, a change side in you know what was relatively a good run for Plymouth. They've um, they scored forty five goals this season, conceded fifty four. And currently sit on 41 points. Um, it's not really straightforward, but the fact that they're having to change and then that they haven't got their star man, Rory, would suggest they might come for a draw. Yeah, and I think one thing we have to remember with these sides is they don't have the strength and depth that we have. Mm. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about Charlie Wyke on Monday's pod, and it's not working out from here, but every single side in the division, I was actually going to say, apart from maybe the top two, but actually with Barnsley losing Kiefer Moore, they'd probably snap your hand off for Charlie White now. You know, these teams would take the players that we sort of not look not look down upon, but the ones who are, say, struggling for us or aren't our, by far from our best players. So the type of player that Plymouth will be bringing in to replace a player like Ladarbo, mm. it's not going to be anywhere near his quality. And that's what we've got to take advantage of. I think we can really send a message in this game by... Mm. Not just winning comfortably, but we we were thinking over that run of three home games, like let's let's give some a hammering, and, mm. and it's kind of looking like it's been coming. Gillingham, we scored four goals, we were flown forward quite well, and Plymouth in w- with the form they're in, they might come and play quite open, and we've we've seen that a lot from from teams at the stadium, like where they come in that first twenty minutes and give it a go, yeah, and some and sometimes that's actually worked to the opposition's favour, and we've had to like fight from a goal down to get results, but. I just think if they come and play quite open and fancy themselves, it'll really suit us and we can get in behind a little bit more, especially with the form not just McGeady's in, but the form that Griggs in as well. He's Even though he's only got one goal, people might who aren't Sunderland supporters, who aren't watching him every week, they might not realise just how massive his contribution's been. What was it like at the, at the weekend, Rory? Was he doing that thing where he's he running into the, the running both sides of the pitch, yeah. getting the ball up from everywhere? Yeah, he was. Outside he's, the box, inside the box. He was everywhere. Just, Do you know what? He's getting more and more like a Kevin Phillips kind of striker, shouts. you know? Yeah. Like the way yeah. like. Super Kev would be all over the Go pitch. and pick it up from the halfway yeah, line. Yeah, if you had to. That's yeah. not what I expect. I hadn't seen a great deal of him, to be honest. That's not what I, I just thought expect- he's played on his speed. He'd turn a yeah, turn on, defend and run onto right, it. On the, on the shoulder of the yeah. last man, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or in and around the box. I wasn't expecting to beat six foot no. four defenders for no, headers. Absolutely no. not. Yeah, and again, that's a, that's a Phillips thing as well. Yeah. Uh, he, he would do that. So it's good to see that we've replaced... Because Madger wasn't just a poacher sort of forward, so mm. we there has actually been some logic in getting Greg, like you were saying, Matthew. I, I thought the same that he was just someone who was prolific, played off the last man, was a poacher, but he's much more than that. And when you've got him and McGeady up front together, yeah, but even like players like what be it what more Gooch Honeyman, that's a lot for defenses to think about. That's a lot of space you're mm. opening up and. 
it's working at the minute. Yeah, absolutely is. So do we think that the team would remain relatively untouched from the weekend's game then, Rory, given the fact that Jack Ross has came out today and said there won't be any injury updates from the likes of uh, Oviedo still out? Yeah. Uh, Donald, Love, Donald Love's coming back, though. Back in the <laughs> team. Finally. Get him in the team straight yeah. Mascot. Yeah. Holding hands with Max Power. Are we going to see a change in the side, the starting 11 then? I, f- I can't really, unless he's not really given, unless there has been something that we don't know about and he's not given it away. Back four would stay the same. I wouldn't change a centre half partnership after keeping a clean sheet and. It was the most assured that centre halves have looked for a while. Flanagan looked good, didn't he? Yeah, Flanagan was really good. Um, really, really solid performance. And Dunn as well was just doing the basics well. Wasn't getting like caught out position. Um, people could say that's the opposition, but I think the main thing it is is having Ledbetter and Catamore in front of them. They're just so classy. Like, le- say, sorry, say, no, no. Say the opposition, but like we've played some really poor teams this season and managed to concede more like one or two goals against them. Yeah. So I think. It's testament that Flanagan's our best defender. I think he's. I think he is is a is a very good defender. Yeah. Obviously, he's got mistakes in him, but it's the level we're at. And I think, to be fair, done on Saturday, they just totally controlled the their front line. Were never ever any threat no. at all. Uh, just. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Slightly stepping backwards for a second. Um, other things that are clicking at the moment. Set pieces. Yeah, huge. Like, huge part of our game. Again, mm. another and it was a short one, a bit of a routine. But another goal from a corner. Um, again, it's, it's it's an improvement. It was something we were worried about earlier in the season. And now it's, it's the opposite. People are saying, well, we're yeah. only scoring from set pieces. People are sort of moaning about it. So, well, they still count. Yeah. <laughs> Play to your strengths. Like, and, and even the penalties against Gillingham, we got into really good positions to like win those yeah. penalties. Yeah, like that one or nine one, the first one against Gillingham, it's probably a goal. Though. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, but I think like to go back to Catamore and Ledbitter, I know Catamore's obviously potentially got fitness problems, but I think Ledbitter... Um, is only going to get better. He's getting more and more up to speed. He's looking sharper and sharper every mm. game. Um, I know he's had to be substituted a couple of times due to the lack of match fitness, but you would just hope that that keeps going up. And he's just such a good operator. You can tell that he's a top level championship player. And similar with with Catamol as well. Um, so I think that is a sort of a, 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 not a defensive unit. I think that's not to give them praise enough, especially with a lead bit for for going forward. But I think that's really solid. I think 
pretty much any team in this league would, would find that hard to get through. And we have got that strength and depth, Matthew, in, in the squad. And I always find ourselves uh, looking at the bench increasingly more because the, the, the starting 11 is starting to, starting to knit a bit. Yeah. You're now looking, well, what's our options on the bench? What's our plan B? Uh, Sterling wasn't I don't think he was on the bench at the weekend again, no was he? he wasn't so no. maybe he'll be back uh, for this weekend as he wasn't mentioned as, the, as in the injury players uh, list um, but would you like to see maybe um, Benji Kipioka on the bench as well Matthew yeah for me I'd, I'd have him on the bench every week purely because he's total I think uh, Mickey said this before he's total chaos when he yeah. comes on and I think obviously he's very raw and I've not seen I don't think I've seen a player as raw as him play for the first team before but he's quite talented he is evidently talented and hungry as well yeah he's and got I, a good free kick I for think the 23s in the week good point yeah part of the part of the thing with him is he's half the time he's got no idea what he's going to do so <laughs> they they've got even less idea what he's going to yeah, do so he's a hand grenade isn't I think he? if you need a goal in the last few minutes he's just come on yeah hand grenade yeah, totally. yeah but I think that was why the Sterling signing for me was almost a bit a bit of an odd one because He's obviously not going to start many games. You wouldn't have thought. Mm. Um, so, and obviously, he's not our player. Yeah. So, mm. should we just have persevered with Kim Yoka ahead of? I don't know. Obviously, it's... his bench in general though has been quite interesting, hasn't it? Because yeah. you've got six out outfield there. I think he's probably wanting to have two central midfielders there just in case Camel pulls up. So McGee but, and Power. Yeah. They're, so there's two. Yeah. You probably want a defender on there. So that's going to be. Sterko Baldwin. Yeah. So you're only really looking at three places. He's he obviously likes having Wyke there. He likes Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Actually, yeah, see, Mor- but, Morgan yeah. was excellent when he came on was as well against Bristol. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. So then you're only really looking at one spot, um, and obviously that depends on who starts. But but you, you know, got like, what more? You got what more? You got Gooch as well. Like if Gooch, it's, yeah. it's one or the other, probably starting. So and then you've got Sterling and Kimiota. And it just goes back to depth. And Adam Matthews it? isn't like yeah, like, yeah. Didn't even mention crazy. him. Like we we got so many options when when we're fully fit. Like you'd be and if Oviedo was fit as well. Like where yeah. does he come in? I don't know. Maguire. I do like Matthews though. I am an advocate of Matthews in the side. You're but, an adv- advocate of Matthews. Yeah, being in the being of well, <laughs> the name as at well. the expense. Yeah, yeah <laughs> at the at the expense of <laughs> of O nine. Or would you push O nine further up? Um, well, I think we've kind of you can't said you can't really drop no, them, no. can you? I don't know. It's it's harsh to. I guess the only the, the only sort of vulnerability in the in that starting eleven is probably Duncan Watmore, and that's that's being harsh. I thought he did work really hard against Bristol Rovers, but he's only got one goal. He is getting sharper and sharper, and I don't think we can expect too much from him. And he doesn't have tie defences out. Yeah, well, I think Morgan up did, against him for 60, 70 minutes. Yeah. I think Morgan good. really did benefit from that the same way Wyke was getting... Was great, getting yeah. I made that point on Monday. Um, it would be interesting to see if he might fancy starting Morgan, but then again, we've got the Checker Trade semi-final on Tuesday, so he might be thinking Morgan in for that, but cliche goes, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, Connor Brown was a young man who lost his life at the weekend on a night out in Sunderland. Uh, it's likely to be a minute's applause on the 18th minute at the Stadium of Light on Saturday. Uh, this has clearly shocked and touched a lot of people in the city. And even Liverpool and England international Jordan Henderson has recognised this and donated to an online fund set up for Connor's family. Connor followed the lads home and away and everyone involved with Wise Men Say would like to express their sympathies and encourage everyone else to join in on the applause on 18 minutes. Right, moving on from that 
horrible stuff. Um, predictions for the weekend, Rory. How are we going to do it? How uh, I many? Three? Three nil? I think it depends on Ladarbo on whether or not we keep a clean sheet because I think that piercing trick. All right, well, let's say he's not playing. He's not playing, then I'm going to go for 3 0. 3 0. Uh, I'm always very optimistic on these prediction pods, aren't I? 5 0. I was wondering what way you five, were going to go there. No. I'm always very optimistic. So It'd be very like, League One I'm, for Plymouth to win 5 1, then lose 5 0. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> in good shout. Consecutive Saturdays. <laughs> Remember um, when we did that against Beat Palace 4 0 away and then. <laughs> And then lost 4-0 at home to Southampton the week later. Is that undon- we did. We've, we've actually beaten Plymouth 5-1 at the stadium of light, haven't we? Yeah, Under Tuesday Mick McCarthy. Night, Tuesday night. That's some schedule. That's excellent. <laughs> Play Plymouth. Right? Sunderland great, versus yeah. Plymouth on a Tuesday night. I think excellent. Sean Thornton scored a free kick. Great. Get him, get him in. Get him back. Get him. <laughs> Bring him in. Yeah. Have him do the draw at half-time, frankly. Put a yeah. word in. Who knows well, who's going to wield out. There's always someone different. <laughs> you know, we've had everyone from Strictly Stars to... People who have played one game. Sean Thornton. <laughs> Sean Thornton. Uh, where's, what else have we got to plug? Well, the guys will be in the Peacock before the game on Saturday. I believe the guest is Gordon Armstrong. Always good. Always good. Get yourself Always down. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'll be in the Fan Zone, which is taking place in the Beacon of Light. I think we're going to have some music from uh, the Mack and Folk singer. You ever seen him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I went to college with his daughter, actually. Which Possibly. doesn't really actually mean anything, but there you okay. go. Uh, <laughs> I think Mickey Loff is coming down from Wiseman City to represent... Sunderland's Mickey Love. Yeah, Sunderland's Mickey Love is coming down to speak there. And we should just mention that Gareth, Stephen, uh, for some reason Craig and Richard have gone as well. To, uh... <laughs> I was saying this to Frankie before, Matthew. Did you even realise Richard had gone? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was I just got, in a not picture. Until, not until yesterday I got the Metro to work with Craig and he went, oh, Richard's picking me up. I went, all right, fair. It's like, you know, you know when Mickey decides to go to an away game on yeah. like the morning yeah. of? It was yeah. like that with Richard. Richard decided to go to Terry Butchett away. With a tank full of petrol in the morning, ready <laughs> well, to go. Well, that's it. The, the, down, the, the, the head honchos of uh, Wiseman say are down doing uh, one of their manager uh, podcasts. They've actually got... Um, Ex-England captain and, of course, Sunderland player manager as well, mm. wasn't he? Uh, Terry Butcher. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to his house or anything. Maybe Gareth will probably be asking to see his bloody bandages or something yeah, like he that. Will. Oh, have you got any bloody bandages there, Terry? <laughs> going through his Draws drawers. the bloody shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be something good to look forward to. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. Very interesting time in the club. Like yeah. one that you don't really... Unless you sort of We're lived there. it. Yeah, 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 you don't really tend to hear too much about it obviously this is the famous story when we played Newcastle in, mm. the, in the derby game which will be interesting to hear his thoughts on mm. um, but yeah it's it's kind of a bit of a wilderness sort of time at the club isn't Definitely. it because it's just before Mid-90s. that Peter Reid era mm. yeah so we're really interesting to hear about the, the state of things at that time yeah I'd imagine we'll hear that all in good time they'll get it shipped up uh, ship ship and uh, ready to go out to the masses thanks <laughs> uh, the reaction pod will be following the game uh, with James uh, he'll be gathering thoughts from the rest of the wise men say posse and other voices in the pub after the game if you are going to the game have a nice time and we'll see you soon
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.